Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things mecha. Jump ship incoming. Hello everyone and welcome to another amazing, exciting, thrilling episode of Mobile Armor Radio. This is episode 48, which means we're on the season 4 season finale. Yay! Yay! I knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm your I'm one of your hosts, Brian. And I'm Chopper. I'm Rob. And yeah, we man, we've been doing this for for a full 4 years uh and we're going to be going on to a, a season 5. Yeah, no one so no one has in their lives or told us to stop. <laughs> yeah, we got renewed. Yeah. <laughs> we're we got to just get through season five, then we can be uh, syndicated. Yeah, oh, there we go. That That's when the big bucks start showing up. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's when we can be on BTV and... Uh, <laughs> the secondary channels? Yeah, all the uh, secondary channels. We'll come on somewhere between Friends and Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There, there is no spot Not- between those because they're on constantly. <laughs> yeah. We'll be in the commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, we've got a we got a pretty uh, filled episode for you uh, here today, and so uh, I think we'll get right into the the dropship and talk about what we're working on. Pat, we Boom. actually got some banter in there. Brian didn't just cut yeah. us off and yeah, went right, to dropship. Right. <laughs> I was I was a little thrown off. I was try. I'm, I'm trying, guys. I wanted. I wanted better. Maybe because That's it's good. the season finale. It's the season finale. You gotta be excited. <laughs> dropship landing. All right, here we are in the dropship. This is the section of the show uh, where we talk about things we've been working on in our our hobby time. Uh, and I think I'm going to throw it over to Pat first. What have you been working on? Well, surprisingly enough, I have had some time oh. to work. Well, uh, do some stuff. No more excuses. No more excuses. <laughs> I mean, the basement still needs, and the office is still, it's in a work in progress. Uh, but I'm at a point now where I can. I can work again. That's good. So what things have I worked on? So I put together all my ignition core minis. I did a small unboxing, as you saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On our YouTube uh, channel. Check it on out. On our YouTube. So Mobile Armor Radio presents. Like, like subscribe. Click that. <laughs> Notification hit, bell. Hit Notification the bell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'm so terrible. Uh, I don't even know the names of these things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. We don't have we don't have a YouTube rant like those other professionals do. Yeah, we got to so, get on uh, the TikToks. On the TikToks, that's exactly what it is. So uh, I put together all those together and primed them, and I started painting uh, my Oni faction troops. Uh, I don't remember if I posted the, the test model on Molnarm Ready or not. I believe you did. So uh, you can see what I did there. I did kind of like a red and black. It didn't turn out as well as I wanted to. It looked a little muddy. So I'm gonna play around with the black some more. Gotcha. Uh, a little lighter. Yeah, detail I mean, to pop. Exactly. So and maybe make the bread a little bit brighter. Uh, brighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they are nice they are good looking minis. minis. Yeah. 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 So and you know I was looking through some different oni anime pictures online trying to get an idea and then I saw this one for, uh, I can't even remember what anime it was from, but the oni were just like almost all black but with the, the red highlights and it really popped mm. and i really want the same thing uh, 
the difference is with uh, digital art and painting is that they can make the blacks really pop when they want it to with just a button. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I have to figure it out. And so uh, I got a couple of things I'm going to do. I'm going to try some different grays uh, and then maybe wash them so uh, it tones the grays down a little bit, but it still mm-hmm. uh, leaves them like a highlight. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good way to so, do it. So I'm going to go back and repaint everything black uh, that turned out muddied you should and then try it, it again. So, uh, you know, I, I, I was into that for a while and I'm just not into it anymore. The Zenital highlights? Yeah, it just wasn't, you know, the way I paint, it didn't, uh, it doesn't, I guess the, the way my painting style works, it doesn't utilize the Zenith. You just paint right over and, it anyways? It, yeah, in the best ways, you know what I'm saying? I don't use a lot of washes and inks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Like James, like James Wapple does. And uh, eventually I would like to be able to do what he does, you know, just he just takes his big old brush and he hits it across the face a couple times. <laughs> and next thing you know, you got this fantastic look of mini. Yeah, like, I don't know what kind of sorcery he does, but he yeah. gets it done. It's not fair <laughs> um, compared to, like, Golden Demon winners, so... Yeah. So anyone who's looking to, he does a lot of you Twitch streams, and he paints all different kinds of things. He, um, you can check out his YouTube channel, James Wapple. Just search for him, and you just see all the incredible stuff he does. He paints like minis in a night, like over a two three hour stream. Gotcha. And like it's huge quality ridiculous. too. It's not like he's yeah, he's it's very slapping ridiculous. some stuff on like I do, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it's also a good way to learn different techniques too. So like I still watch him. I I can't do what he does just yet uh, uh, because that's not again the way I I taught myself to paint. So I'd have to kind of almost reteach myself to paint the way he does. Yeah. Uh, but I am taking some good ideas from him to kind of modify the way I'm painting. So um, that's what you got to do. But. Yeah, so what should be, after I get these Oni done, then I'll be working on the Paladin faction, which is the more Gundam-style faction. And uh, I probably, in my head, I'm thinking I'm probably going to stay away from the blue and white of the standard Gundam colors. And, and kind of just probably, <laughs> yeah, kind of make my own kind of, I don't know, I'm leaning towards a green-yellow kind of combination. I, I'd still say uh, lots of mit- no, metallic metal. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be a Packer. Pa- yeah, no, non-metallic it, metals. Everything, the whole thing, non-metallic metals. That's what you got to do. Non-metallic metals. Jesus, no. <laughs> I, I actually hate non-metallic metals. I'm like, that's why they made metallic paint. You don't need to do that. I don't hate non-metallic metals. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I can't do them, and I don't want to do them. If you know if that makes sense. The thing I hate when I see people do is make that when they do chrome, and it looks and it's. Like looks like a mirror finish, but it's they painted it. I'm like, you bastards! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so, uh, what else have I did? I also finished up my Hornet for firefight. I put that up. I think uh, maybe I didn't. I don't I know if that one made it up. It, it went. It, it ended up on someone's Facebook group. It might have been the firefight fans. <laughs> I threw it up somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where I put it. It's up there somewhere. It's yeah. on the internet. A Hornet is a, so, a flyer for, for Firefight, if anybody Yeah, troop transport. Yeah. So mech in a sense, I guess, you know, in a loose <laughs> sense. Uh, but these are the kind of things. I work at several different things at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. 
As I'm cleaning up the basement, I stared at uh, my Neo Zhang again and just shook my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you started again. That thing's that's gonna be your it's, your, uh, your, it's your white it? whale. Your white whale. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Well, it was. It was my whale for a long time. Remember, I tried to get it. I've been trying to get it, and now yeah, that but I now got it, now it's your whale that you don't finish. <laughs> yeah, now it's not. Now I'm Ahab, and it's taking me down. <laughs> you're strapped to it and you're sinking I'm sure yeah I've, I've, I've thrown my harpoon in it and now it's dragging me down the ocean <laughs> next, yeah. next thing you know you're going to get a whole bunch of other people to like help you try to paint it and then they'll, oh, they'll no, take them no. down I'm with you to, I'm too stubborn to let anyone yeah. else paint, help me with that, yeah, that thing I'm going to take it down myself yeah I'm going to take it down myself yeah one of you is dying yeah one of us is going to die <laughs> So, uh, I think that's it. All I've worked on. I mean, the ignition core is pretty much the coolest things I've gotten to date. That came quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, it was like, I'm amazed how fast it came. Yeah, yeah it came within two days. Uh, oh, you wow. Can, uh, we do have now a link on our Facebook page. Is it, where's that link at, Rob? Yeah, there's an affiliate link. I, I think it's in the last episode and it's on the Facebook page. But yeah. you just go there and type in Mobile Armor Radio, all one word. All the words have capitals, and you get 10% off. So, mm-hmm. there you go. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And he's got some new models he's been posting on our, our Facebook group. Some of the new models that are coming out that last uh, support mech look really good. Yeah, yeah. as a paladin. Is that, is, is that another paladin? And I, I think, I think too, he was able, like, since since we last spoke to him, I think he was able to get some of his uh, army bundles uh, to a bit of a cheaper state. Yeah. So... Uh, or at least you know more affordable, and uh, that's that's pretty cool. Like the the quality is definitely there, um, and we love to see it. So definitely check it out and and use that coupon code. It's <laughs> good too. for a while. <laughs> this is not a paid <laughs> advertisement, and Pat got he had nope. to pay for those miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This, I did this was a paid. I did, I did support our local mech game guy by purchasing, but he was nice enough to give a discount. To all our listeners, so yeah, yeah, uh, that was really cool. Smart support the the local mech guy and uh, take the discount. Alrighty, later. Rob. <laughs> yeah, Rob, what have you been working on? I have a lot of stuff for once. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> I got I got into myself uh, that I wanted to do some transformers, like three D printing some transformers. And nobody does Transformers that I could find. Like, if anybody knows of a Patreon that does STLs for Transformers, like actual Transformers, not just, you know, weird things, I would be interested. I know it's a copyright infringement, but I don't care. But instead, <laughs> I found a guy who's making articulated Transformer action figures to 3D print. And what I'm doing is going into Kira and assembling them to make uh, miniatures to print. So at scaling them down 30% or so and making my own miniatures... Out of that, which is, it's a long process because you're taking assembled miniatures or uh, like parts, like literally hundreds of parts mm-hmm. and putting them together in Cura to make a miniature. But instead of printing all little parts and trying to make, to build it, I'm doing it this way, which is much safer on my sanity. And uh, <laughs> I do have the link to this, this guy's page. It's all, all his Transformers are free. So go, uh, go three, 3D prints of Transformer action figures. And if you want, you could try to do what I did and assemble them into miniatures. So that's the one thing I've been working on. I've done, I don't know, quite a few so far. I've printed up quite a few of the uh, of the the guys, and uh, it's been fun. I also actually painted uh, something. I painted uh, 
randomly, I don't know why it ended up being Free Worlds Leak that I've done, but I did the Fusiliers of the Orient Lance, and uh, they're green with green highlights, which was interesting to do green on green, and trying to make it mm. so you could actually see the two different colors of green. But I, I did those. <laughs> I, I posted a picture of that up on the Facebook. And it's been probably a year since I painted something, so I'm. it's good to get back into that. Pat, Pat ma- wanted to uh, assemble those guys, so we actually hobbied, so it was a, it was a good thing. Hopefully we get to more hobbying because we play too many video games and they, they just rot your brain. <laughs> uh, I also 3D printed a Sentinel from uh, the Trident. It's called Trident uh, Patreon. I guess it's just Trident. I don't know. Anyways, they do a lot of like superheroes, but I did another Sentinel. So I have two different types of Sentinels now, which is cool because I like them. And uh, <laughs> oh, also the Pacific Rim uh, Extinction Kickstarter Wave 1, I'm not sure about Wave 2 if it shipped, but Wave 1 shipped, which I got, and never got any other further waves, but they kind of ran into uh, something called the coronavirus, and uh, they they kind of failed, really. The Kickstarter was not able to do what they were doing to finish off the thing, so River Horse has been uh, putting up uh, print-and-play bundles for the board game, which includes STLs for the miniatures, which I thought was crazy. It's expensive. They, they're like $100... Uh, um, bundles, but if, obviously they have to pay for the licensing, so I think that's why they're so expensive. But since I backed mm. Wave 1, I got the Wave 1 uh, STLs, so I did print up. The only one I didn't have, I have all the miniatures other than Obsidian Fury, so I, from uh, the second Pacific Rim. It was the uh, the drone one. I printed him up, yeah. and he looks pretty cool compared, and I put him right next to uh, some of the other miniatures from the, the, that Kickstarter originally is pre-painted miniatures, which is another thing, which is crazy that they were able to do that. And unfortunately, oh, wow. they were never they weren't able to finish that. But it was a neat experiment, and I'm sure they lost a lot of money on that. But it's it's kind of cool that we can, if we really want Pacific Rim miniatures, and you're willing to pay those prices, you can get some uh, minis. The link is in the show notes. Also for that, if you want to go print those up, and uh, they're cool. If you want to do a mass battle game with uh, Pacific Rim, you could do that. <laughs> you could you could always <laughs> cut up you could always cut up the miniatures too with with like mesh mix or something and make your own uh it's true so true, and true. i think that's all i've done i've done a lot but that was uh, <laughs> that was it wow yep. that's uh yeah that was a lot <laughs> i i on the plus side i also have have something to contribute for once on the <laughs> hobby side uh with with uh the dead zone summer campaign going on uh, and and kind of the launch of Firefight Second Edition uh, from Mantic Games, I uh, had kind of a big big push to uh, get my 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 GCPS force, which is my my main kind of Gundam themed list, uh, up up to up to speed as far as uh, model counts go. Uh, you know, Dead Zone is played where you have like just about a dozen models, maybe. Uh, Firefight, you need about you know thirty or so, so it's about four times. Three to four times the uh, the model count that uh, I'm used to for those guys, um, but uh, it was it was fun because I uh, you know I I continued my paint scheme where they're they're set up as the uh, you know the Earth Federal Forces uh, with that that tan khaki uh, kind of going on and uh, you know it was something where I I painted the original set like almost three years ago I think I was doing the math on it earlier and. Uh, and so I've, I've continued the same paint scheme uh, of that. Um, but now I've got uh, some better paints than I did back then. Uh, <laughs> and and on, on, on a hobby note, uh, I finally kind of broke out some nice paintbrushes. 
uh, designed for miniature painting. Uh, I'd, I'd been, I kind of had like one army painter brush that I'd had for the longest time. And that was like my good brush. Uh, and I was painting some other stuff and, and it's starting to get really frayed and it's like <laughs> bleeding into other areas. And I'm like, I should just break out my nice brushes. Because <laughs> um, I'm that kind of person that I've got to save these for like a special occasion. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I was watching uh, Thunderhead Studios. Uh, who is painting a GCPS force himself uh, for firefights. And uh, he was doing a Twitch stream of it. And he had, you know, these paintbrushes that really nice tips to them and everything. I'm like, I need, I think it's time to really kind of up my game. And that's in that front. Uh, so I did, uh, I think another 10, it was like half Rangers, half Marines um, uh, painted up. And then I also, uh, did a Hornet, uh, much like Pat did. Uh, I actually painted mine in the, the theme of uh, a Medea transport ship from mm-hmm. Gundam. Uh, so it's kind of got a, a tan, uh, light brown kind of color to it, and then like a big green uh, cargo container. Um, I got to say, it's always fun painting uh, to a theme like Gundam, especially those older cartoons that like the color combinations that they went with mm. seem really weird and obtuse but when you actually see them together like a light brown and a, a really stra- strong green uh it, it works uh somehow that i guess they they knew what they were doing uh <laughs> when they when they put those together so uh that's been fun and i magnetized <laughs> that uh that hornet as well so i can do all the different weapon options and i can i can uh take off that uh that cargo container so had a lot of fun doing it, um, but uh, but that was kind of the extent of my my hobby time. That took up a lot of it, and uh, so I, I think that that puts a wrap on the dropship. So I think we'll move right on into the Comstar then, because we got a lot of stuff to cover in that as well. Message from Comstar. I'm Brian, and I'm Rick from Dead Zone the podcast, and you're listening to Mobile Armor Radio. All right, welcome to Comstar. This is the section of the show where we talk about TVs, movies, books, comics, RPGs, video games, everything else under the sun and some things behind it. And uh, we've got quite a list of things uh, lately in the mech, the mech scene. So I'm going to, I think I'll turn it over to Rob first. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of, lots of news at least. Uh, hmm. I was going to mention this before, but the reason I'm doing so many Transformers is because Bot Wars is now free to download. So it's a game that was loosely based on G.I. Joe and Transformers, and they've added a few other factions in, uh, out of Australia. And I always wanted to get into it, but the shipping from Australia was always ridiculous. So now they they got the uh, actual rules for free, so I'm going to check it out. And uh, once again, in the show notes, you'll, you can go to the, uh, the page, you can download all the uh, resources for it. But uh, our buddy Beetle is a big fan. He's got uh, a few of the factions. He was actually going to uh, run us through it at uh, Depticon, but unfortunately, none of us went to it. Yes. I did. Well, I ne- didn't. Neither, Be- <laughs> neither Beetle nor I went to it. <laughs> Rob and Beetle didn't go. So uh, we never got to actually try out a Bot Wars, but hopefully next year we'll get to that. You can try it at Gen Con. I don't think Beetle goes to Gen Con. Well, we'll do it ourselves. <laughs> we don't need him. Screw that guy. Anyways, you don't need uh, no, no, Beetle's a good guy. 
No, but he was a good guy. Uh, the only thing you're missing, I guess, with Bot Wars is they do have custom dice, but you can always figure out what the sides do anyway, so I think it'll be fine. So check that out. It's uh, fun. They have different scales, too, which is interesting, because they obviously have uh, the robot scale for the for the Transformers, but they also have, like, a, a 28 millimeter scale for the G.I. Joes, too, so they have, like, different ways to play, which is kind of fun. Anyways, uh, lots of Kickstarters launched, like, all at once, which is weird. Uh, we got Steel Coliseum, which was a while ago was on Kickstarter, but it didn't, fu- it didn't, uh, catch on and, uh, they revamped it. It's from, uh, it's from the people who did Hellboy, the, the, uh, Mantic game, the guys who did that's, design that. Needy Cat. Yeah. Needy Cat yeah. games. They're working with Zatu games now and they've revamped uh, Steel Coliseum. It's, uh, mechs fighting in a Coliseum, obviously with the name, kind of like, uh, what was that? Uh, Hugh Jackman movie. Real Steel. Real Steel. Real steel. It's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> like that. So you're fighting in the Coliseum, battling some uh, robots, which is fun. So that's on Kickstarter. I know friend, I know friend of the show, John Jack, t- playtested the rules way back when. Mm. Yeah. So are you? Gonna, is anyone going to back this? I, I I might. It was it was on my might list for sure. Once again, yeah, I might just wait list. for it to come out too. But I yeah, I have my, so many things. It's just I have too many things. My 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 gaming budget has has been pretty tight yeah. uh, lately. And and Kickstarter projects with them being so far out, a yeah. lot of times. Uh, plus, the, I think the last couple of Kickstarter projects I've gotten are ones that I'm like, I don't know how much I'm actually going to yeah. wind up playing this now. Why, why did I back this? Yeah, that's, yeah, I've had that feeling a few little, times. A little bit of that. Stuff. Not not yeah. mecha stuff, but uh, other projects. Yeah. yeah, like you get it three years later, and you're like, really? I, I was a different place back then. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another Kickstarter out is uh, Everyday Heroes RPG, which is a 5e, but in, like, the whole basis of it is to play, like, uh, firemen and things like that, like policemen, like Everyday Heroes, obviously. So it's a modern-day RPG for 5e, but they have tons of expansions, including a Pacific Rim expansion, and uh, they're doing it as, like, a uh, subscription model, almost, where you get... They come out with a different... Uh, expansion every month so this is on kickstarter right now for the for the pdfs it's not too bad but for the the actual like you can only buy it as a bundle with all of them and uh it was quite expensive so i'm gonna wait for sure for this just to get the book and then the just the ones i want because they have uh i think part of it there's a uh like rambo and uh highlander like there's all these different expansions that are built around this system so there's a few good ones i think uh um uh Godzilla, like there's a few interesting ways they're using this system, so it'll be kind of fun. I'm sure these guys will be around. I I, I can't remember the name of the company that is it. I can't remember. Evil Anyways. Evil Genius Games. Evil Genius, that's them. Yep. So that's on Kickstarter. I will be waiting for that. I'm sure I'll be able to pick it up at Gen Con or Adepticon or somewhere, and I will be doing that. And once it comes to retail. And the other one that's out is Warzone, Warzone Eternal, which is uh, obviously Mutant Chronicles back in the day, and then it was uh, Warzone Resurrected, I think, was the other game Protoss made that kind of petered out. This is the another company has taken up the mantle to do a uh, Warzone skirmish game. And uh, so far, no mechs, but the, the original game and the second version had mechs in it, so I assume this, when it gets expansions, will actually have mechs, too. I've always loved uh, the Mutant Chronicles world. I, I love the movie, even though a lot of people make fun of that movie, but Thomas Jane's in it, and it's awesome. And uh, <laughs> I have the 
uh, Siege of the Citadel Kickstarter from that took like five years to come out, but so that has a lot of miniatures in there too. So I'll be definitely checking out this, probably buying the book at least, and maybe it, once again it, these. I think they're uh, they might be sh- Chicago guys or at least uh, around you guys area, Michigan or Chicago guys. So I'm sure they'll be at Adepticon. So I'll probably check that out there too. Yeah, I think uh, Rick knows him, doesn't he, Brian? I think he he. I think he does. Yeah. So I don't know how he knows them. <laughs> Who knows? He's a he's a social guy. He could he knows a lot. He's a very sociable guy. <laughs> For uh, the odds are, is that he knows them from Alaska. Yeah. Because knows? Rick yeah. just invariably finds people <laughs> in Michigan from Alaska. <laughs> he's uh, an Alaskan Hall? magnet. He is the co-host of uh, Dead's on the Podcast with Brian there. And, yeah, yeah, he's originally from, well, I don't know about originally, but he lived in Alaska for a long time. So I think yeah. when you're in Alaska, everybody knows everybody. So I think that's just the way it is. They all have to, like, <laughs> huddle together for warmth. So <laughs> you get to know people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, another bit of news is uh, Hawkeye director Reese Thomas is supposedly going to helm a Robotech adaption. I'll believe it when I see it. Because this is how many different directors have been attached to this, but we'll see if this actually happens this time. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I, man, it's, it's really been a revolving door for a while. Yeah, but uh, we have the Gundam movie coming supposedly still, so mm-hmm. this is uh, this is gonna be fun. And uh, I, I want to see Robotech. It's it's funny how it's always Robotech and not Macross. It's it's, it's odd. Yeah. It's, I guess it's because it's uh, Americans doing it, so. Yeah, there's probably different license considerations if you use Macross. Yeah. Uh, I think last time we talked about a uh, bundle on, uh, on what is it, Itch.io? I don't know. It, it, itch.io. Yeah, Itch.io, as I like to call it. Uh, this one's a Get the Robot bundle. It's 35 RPGs and minigames, all mech-based, starting at 5 bucks, including Mecha Hack and its expansions. So if you're wanting into that, it's worth it just to get those because it's worth more than that right there. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it's for it's for uh, helping all these small small uh, companies make it mech games. So lots of fun in there. Yeah. I definitely back that one because hey, you can have, you can't have too many mech games. So I got to check. There's out a lot those. of great indie stuff on that on that platform. Yeah. Uh. But uh, Pat, wake up! Yes. <laughs> He's falling asleep. This guy. Anyways, uh, Love, Death, and Robots Volume Three is coming out on Netflix. We've seen trailers for that. Hopefully, it'll have a lot more robots, less love yeah. and death. <laughs> it it looks it looks to be much more action oriented than than the second season. Uh, I, I think the second season kind of took more of the uh, not not like a high sci fi feel to it, but there there was a lot more of like oh what if what if this were the case? A lot of a lot of kind of uh, you know different different kind of stories. Uh, stretching yeah. that that science fiction artistic um, yeah. a lot, yeah, very artistic. And uh, but uh, this this new trailer that dropped uh, definitely definitely uh, put a lot more emphasis on the action side of things. So um, I think I think we're going to be in for some really really cool uh, shows here. And it's actually coming out as of this recording tomorrow. So yeah, and actually uh, just just come out. I think. Today or as of this recording was uh, second season of uh, Stand- Standalone Complex, uh, the Ghost in the Shell TV show, which is I'm amazed that uh, that got the second season. We'll see. I don't think it'll get a third, but so that. I don't think it was the first one. 
Oh, it's great. They have a, they actually uh, recut the first one into a movie. So if you don't want to watch the whole series, you can watch just the movie version. Very Japanese. And, that, and that's the the twenty is it twenty forty nine or something like that. Twenty forty five, I think it is. Yeah, forty five. Yeah. I'm about to check that out. Then the movie, the movie part. Yeah, it's good. So the TV uh, show, was the TV show not that all that good? You saying? Oh, it was great. I loved it. But I'm I'm amazed that it got us like. Netflix right now, especially, they're bleeding money, so I, a lot of these things won't be back. <laughs> and and I, they they've been they've been axing a lot of the animation. Yeah, department. that's what I was just gonna say. They just fired like thirty people from the animation department. So <clears throat> unfortunately, I don't think we'll get any more Love, Death, and Robots, and I don't think we'll get any more uh, of the Ghost in the Shell. But hopefully, somewhere else picks up these kind of cool stuff. So yeah, uh, Pat, you uh, you know this one, Cybertronic Spree has got it on Kickstarter now too. Another Kickstarter. Yep. New their album. Second, their third album? What, 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 I'm forgetting what album this is. Uh, it's their first original album. They've done cover albums before, I think. That's right. Yeah, they've done a lot of cover albums. This is their first original, all new music. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. You backed it? I did. <laughs> I backed it to the ridiculous price of getting a transforming USB drive. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's it's Because the album's called Ravage, and it transforms into Ravage, which is <clears> hilarious. For for those unfamiliar, Cybertronic Spree art—they dress up as uh, Transformers characters, and no, uh, they traditionally—they <laughs> don't dress up. They're from Cybertron. Come on, they are from Cybertron. <laughs> it's, a, it's a band I'm, from Cybertron. I well, misspoke. I mean, I'm, Omnicron and Unicron are are there too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're 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 actually from Canada, which I think is hilarious. But they they've been doing this for I don't know how many years. They, Another, quite around, a few now. I'd say like yeah. almost like nine years. It's like been like nine years. Yeah, they've been around a long time, and they, it's just uh, it's like war for uh, geeks. It's like that's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. They definitely awesome. have a cult following. Yeah, oh for mm-hmm. sure, they're they're great and well deserved. They're good. Uh, another more footage from uh, from the new Mobile Gundam Mobile Suit Gundam TV show. Uh, Brian, I think you posted it on the uh, Facebook page. Yep, the the Cuckoo's uh Dones Island uh movie is has been uh they've been leaking some footage for it uh officially and uh it's it's going to be premiering in Japan uh June 3rd actually. Um I forget if they're doing much for a simulcast uh if it, if they have plans to post uh like to have it on Netflix or something like that. Um I'm not entirely sure. Hopefully, they at least but, they have it available and sometimes do limited release theaters and things like that. Yeah. We'll see it somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. The footage actually had uh, English subtitles, so didn't it? So. Yeah, they they definitely have been pushing, like, the, uh, you know, like, a, a simultaneous kind of announcement and release um, of this of this series. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's... Uh, it's definitely a, a harkens back to like if you've been watching the Gundam the Origins mm-hmm. uh, uh, anime movies and and episodes that have come out. Uh, it's that same Yas aesthetic. Uh, the uniforms got a bit of a change though, um, in that uh, I think like Bright's uniform is no longer that tan. It's actually like a, a navy uh, for the. Navy, I guess. He, he, he wants to look more like, uh, uh, what's his name? Is it Dolce? No, from uh, Robotech and Macross. What's his name? Oh, Global. Global, yeah. He wants to look more yeah. like him, that's why. He's just trying to look cool. He's like <laughs> half his age. but uh, 
he looks up to him. But but yeah, <laughs> no, it it's uh it looks pretty exciting, uh, especially if you like that aesthetic. Um, I think it, it's it stands out in in all the other like giant robot shows and everything that come out these days to have this very old style of of animation. Like the faces can do like really goofy uh, looks from time mm-hmm. to time, and it, it's. It's a Gundam series that, like, they just kind of, they don't mind be embracing their kind of weirder moments, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. they, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of other series are, you know, they go very serious and it's always mm-hmm. serious all the time. These guys don't mind doing like weird, goofy things where like their eyes will be like all distorted and weird on their face, and they make weird gestures and stuff when they're uh, surprised and things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like Gundam. <laughs> uh, and lastly, my actual thing that I've done is uh, I've been watching Fang of the Sun Dugram. It's something I've never seen. from. It's from 1981. Like, it's one of the OGs. It's a Dugram? Yeah, it's Fang of the Sun, Sun Dugram. It's where, actually, a lot of the uh, Unseen for Battletech came from. Uh, um, Battlemaster, the Griffin, the Shadowhawk, uh, Goliath, and what else? A lot of a lot of mechs for, from the original Unseen from Battletech come from this series, but uh, seventy five episodes. All of them are available on uh, on YouTube. I I don't know if it's legal or not, but it's on YouTube. But they're all there, so I've been watching them, <laughs> and they're all uh, subbed, which is fun. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's one it's just like Gundam back same same era as Gundam. It's mm-hmm. it's. Uh, like a true look at war. Like it's, it's just crazy how they got away with this stuff. People just getting massacred all the time and political intrigue. And it's really good so far. It's, uh, I've only 10 episodes in out of 75. So it's, it's just getting into the story. Pretty much the uh, Doug room has just been, uh, just been introduced. So it's, it's, uh, fun stuff. Child warriors, child, child, uh, soldiers as always in these shows. So, Oh, uh, child warriors. I think <laughs> the Quinn best is, kind of soldiers. He's like sixteen. He's like he's all right. So, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty neat. It's it's uh, it's it's fun. Good mech battles and uh, and good story so far. So I'm I'm really enjoying it. And uh, once again, the link will be in the show notes. Oh, speaking of links, I forgot to mention that mobile suit story. If you actually click on the uh, article that you linked. You can't watch the video, but you can watch it on YouTube. I mean, not on YouTube, on Facebook, where the, we're on our page. That's the only place you can see that video. Otherwise, it's it's uh, it's restricted. To, you're not allowed, allowed to watch it, in, at least in Canada. Maybe you can watch it in the States, but you can't watch it in Canada. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, so, anyways, that's everything I've been doing. What about you guys? How about you, Pat? Uh, not too much as far as this thing. I did uh, almost finish up Pacific Rim of the Black. Uh Still okay. <laughs> it's not knocking my socks off. Yeah. Cybertronic Spree, a Kickstarter, we talked about that. Uh, I'm on the fence about the Steel Coliseum also. Yeah. Um, I probably won't do the Warzone Eternal. No, I think I'll, all those I'm going to wait for, I think. It's just, like Brian said, waiting for a yeah. Kickstarter and then realizing, hey, I don't actually want this after many years. It's... That's what I love about, uh, we're going to get to it, but Redline is that uh, it's like less than a year. It comes about, you, you back it and it comes out. At least you're getting your product, you know, like, 
yeah. been waiting so long for these Kickstarters. It's I don't have that kind of patience well, I did, anymore. <laughs> I didn't get into Warzone in the beginnings or the Mutant Chronicles back in the day either. So uh, this is not, a fan. This that was it's not touching a part of me that I'm missing. Uh, so it touches parts of me. Uh, uh, what else did I watch? Uh, I finished up season two and parts of season three of Lost in Space. Oh, I'm sorry yet. I've heard it's really good. It is really good. And the only reason I mention it is because uh, it has a race of robots, and that's all I'll talk about if anyone doesn't want any spoilers. No spoilers. So it, it does have a mech-slash-robot aspect to it. Uh, yeah, I've heard good things. It, it's kind of funny because the, the show has been out for quite a while now. <laughs> it is, and I've been watching it slowly on and off. Yeah. Uh, like I'll go, I'll go through like four or five episodes and then I'll take like a month off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but it is a good show. You, you burn yourself out watching too much stuff at once. Now that's all available. I find I, I watch it too much and then I'm like, I don't want to watch anymore. It's like, it's better to eke it out so you don't get burned out from these things. Exactly. So, uh, but if you're looking for a new sci-fi show, uh, Lost in Space, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a, it's a good re-adaptation. Especially if you like Parker Posey. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, I don't recognize the name, but that's fine. That's that's because you're a millennial. <laughs> As we discussed <laughs> before the show. A, a Gen Xer wouldn't know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as other things, I think that's all I've done. I haven't done a lot of reading. Uh, again... I'm back into hobbying, so I'm not doing much of the the other side. Uh, so, uh, what about you, Brian? What have you got gone? Uh, well, uh, apart apart from the hobbying, uh, not not a whole lot. I'm still make, making my way through um, Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. I'm on number two now, so there's a few more mechs, uh, and I actually um, spec out my characters so that I can hack them. So that's fun. Um, but uh, like the on the reading side, I, I'm back into a fantasy series. Uh, so, I, but I think after this one, I'm going to see about pivoting back to some kind of sci-fi um, to to get the Pivot. blood flowing on that front. Pivot, have it, because um, I, I do have like uh, I did get uh, that one series, <laughs> Bad Dog, uh, that mech series. I want to check that out, uh, and and I got a whole bunch of other. I got so many books. <laughs> uh, no, no time to read them. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of been the the focus for me uh, as I'm I'm trying to make my get my way all the way through Mass Effect again before I really kind of take on any anything new um, and uh, kind of go from there. But obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some time to watch Love, Death, and Robots because those are typically fairly short uh, uh, episodes as they were, so you can really kind of watch them like on a lunch break or something like that. Um, but yeah, otherwise uh, I'm, I'm getting into uh, dead zone and, and firefight and stuff, uh, trying to get events coordinated. Uh, and it's, it's interesting when like shops around you uh, are still kind of closed to in-store play. And it's like, I want to have an event where I can have like eight people. And they're like, can't do it. I'm like, Really, still is. You know, I'm very surprised in Michigan that that's happening. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a little surprised. Obviously, a little disappointed, but I also, you know, can respect 
uh, uh, the decision. I, mean, I, I I do respect those people, yeah. but I just feel like that state has been so anti everything. That <laughs> I'm surprised you don't get a ten percent discount if you have COVID when you come in. <laughs> but uh, you know it it is what it is. I won't I won't uh, belabor that point. Hopefully, uh, I think they've said in July is when they they plan to be to have in open play again. Uh, which I really want to do for one of my local stores uh, called RIW. Uh, they've been carrying Mantic products, and I want to get in there and do demos. And I'm like, I want to help you move this product. And I'm like, it. you can't do demos yet. I'm like, okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's fun. I got a, a little group of, of players kind of in the area, so I'm, I'm doing my best to get them to connect with one another uh, to just kind of get those casual games going again. And uh, yeah, so and that's that's mostly been the main focus of uh, of my efforts lately on things. So um, yeah, I think with that we're going to move into the Mech Bay Hainer, where we have a very special guest joining us today. It's a special guest. Now entering the Mech Bay Hainer. And welcome back to the Mech Bay Hainer. Uh, the portion of the show where we have a special topic, and today we have an even more special uh, uh, guest, actually. We have uh, Cameron Dukar with... Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, Duker? that's good enough. Dukar? Dukar, Dukar, yep. Uh, from, uh, from Redline, uh, the, the sci-fi card game that uh, both, both Rob and Pat really, really thoroughly enjoy. Uh, sadly, I have not had a chance to play it yet myself. But I have always been uh, really thrilled by what I've been hearing about it. So welcome to the show. You are forgiven, and thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate being back for yeah. your third time. Yeah, sorry, our third <laughs> annual. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we'll talk about, yeah, we got a new set coming out, and as is tradition, um, it's, you know, only fair and, you know, and ceremonial that, I show up on the podcast and <laughs> talk about it here first, as I did the other times. But I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, guys. Oh, for sure. We love having you on the show. So uh, so if you wanted to, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, kind of what, what what's the big update for, for Redline? So let me uh, I'll quickly start from the beginning. Just in, well, I mean, if someone listens to you and follows you guys, you guys do have been from the start awesome just kind of getting the word out and, and sharing and mm. uh, really really appreciate that but if you've been living under a mobile armor radio rock um, <laughs> you know redline is, is a game that we kind of designed about two years ago um, it's a it's heavily based in like a magic the gathering kind of foundation with kind of like the roles and like the 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 game flow but it's built around the idea of simultaneous combat and maneuver where you actually kind of fight over a map of cards and so there's a little bit of guessing games when you deploy your uh afrites is what we call our mechs and you know um anticipating your opponent's attacks but that makes it really different and, and unique from other uh you know games out there anyway um we are on the verge of uh launching our second expansion so the game has uh got a bit of a foundation we did our first expansion, which was called Redline Siege. Um, that kickstarted back in the fall, 
and uh, we started working on our, our next one, Battle of Neom, in January. So a while ago, uh, but we're getting really close now to to launch the uh, new expansion uh, June fifteenth on nice. Battle of Neom. If you missed that, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, we just mm-hmm. got our. Uh, well, I just got my siege. Pat's had his for a while, but uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to actually play it yet. The guy I normally play with had a baby. It didn't tell anyone, so now we're just trying to find time. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit it for nine months. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, nice. actually, he did. Okay. Well, just, just one day he posted a big "Hey, say hi to my new baby." Yeah, everyone, no big at work, deal. everyone at work was like, "What the hell? He just had a baby." <laughs> Is that his first kid? Thinking betrayal. No, it's not his first kid. That's the even funnier thing. <laughs> okay, he's been through it. He knows. Yeah. First time. That's a little strange. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably just. Oh, I forgot to tell people. <laughs> Slipped my oh, or it might be a, might be a little shady because I want to tell anybody <laughs> yeah. the first time. As well, so. Maybe it's not his baby. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I'm glad you guys Captain got America, it. So. <laughs> oh well, he's off to a good start. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we uh, shipped it just probably like a month or two ago. Yeah. And we good. wanted to, you know, quickly follow up with with something else just to keep whatever momentum we have going, but isn't expandable. You know, games, you know, you want to keep feeding the monster or whatever it is and just keep trying to grow. So we tried not to lag too long between right. sets. For a Kickstarter to, like you said, it was only, it's less than a year to from beginning to end. Like, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so. Siege, Siege came out fairly quick. And, yeah, uh, it w- would have been faster, but there were a couple of shipping hiccups. But even yeah, so, we were pretty it's still crowded. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, even with the hiccups, it still came out fairly quickly. I think about six, five or six months, which is is pretty good, I guess, in yeah. Kickstarter terms. But oh yeah, we were we were hoping to be a little faster. Well, Next so month. what what can yeah, we <laughs> expect? <laughs> sorry, Rob. That's right. Do you have a question? Well, I was just going to say we just can hope that uh, Battle Neon we can uh, it'll be you have to beat your record now. You have to get out within faster than six months. So. <laughs> five months. Yeah, I think that it's it's actually it's a card game, guys. Come on, it's not like we're. <laughs> Pumping out a lot of like miniatures. Oh, you are pumping out miniatures. Oh, I love the miniatures. I have, we have them all so far. I think, right, Pat? You have them all too, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they love are pretty them. sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what is so? What does Neon bring to the table? So, yes. um, yeah, good question. And so with Siege, which is our first expansion, was really a continuation of ideas that we had from the core set. There's only so many cards you can put into your box. There's only so many ideas. And so um, Siege, I'm not saying it's the leftovers, right? Although I like to microwave my pizza. But it is just kind of, again, it's it's just kind of what we couldn't get into the core set. So um, with Neom, we finally had like a blank slate, right, where we could kind of move the game and, 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 you know, really kind of explore the, the groundwork we had laid with the, the mechanics and, and really try and move the game in some interesting ways, both gameplay and story-wise. So Neom is is um, focused, hyper-focused on a single battle. It's in the city of Neom, which is an actual city, futuristic city being built in Saudi Arabia as we speak right now. Yeah, that's what um, confused me when I... Clever. 
I clicked on one of the links, I think, in your first, the very, when you first announced it, and then all of a sudden there's this webpage, I'm like, wow, Cameron went all out, he made this whole fake webpage, <laughs> and it was actual webpage for the real place, I was like, oh. Those, those We're gonna... dollars really go far when it comes <laughs> yeah. to, build, you know, architecture. <laughs> we figure, you know, we're, let's build the mega city first, and then we'll, we'll follow up with the card game. Um, but yeah, it's this big future, really kind of sci-fi city that some... Um, Saudi billionaires are, are trying to build in real life. So, um, you know, that fits really good with our setting, uh, being kind of futuristic and sci-fi already. Like, that's a great aesthetic. And mm-hmm. so now it's the um, um, climatic, not going to say climatic, but it's a huge battle uh, between the Crimson Pact of Mars faction and the United Nations of Earth, which is our, our two factions in the game. Uh, but basically, um, story-wise, to... Um, the Mars is afraid of getting invaded, and so they're going to turn the tables and do like a, a invasion of Earth again to try and delay and degrade the UNA forces just to buy themselves some time. So they're not really trying to hold Neom. It's just a big distraction. Um, but, you know, everybody gets sucked into this, and it's really uh, – the set is focused on urban combat and what that kind of looks like in Redline. And uh- – just like all your posts on Twitter, is it Redline or is it real life? This uh, sounds creepily familiar. <laughs> and I should have thought of uh, yes. this. Uh, like, um, it's, it's amazing how much you've predicted. You're like a Nostradamus with your uh, card game. <laughs> so, yes, and that, and that is legit uh, concern. In, so we, <laughs> we, start, we started design in January, okay? Mm-hmm. And started working on the cards and fleshing out the story. And lo and behold, um, <laughs> in March, uh, some crazy Russians decided they were going to invade a neighbor. And we have a lot of urban combat going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously not happy with that situation. It's For sure. As a ex-history teacher, I'm very, very terrified of that part of the world and and having history flash before our eyes again so i'm chicken little telling all my friends this is really really bad um but uh, yeah it's uh, unfortunate timing for what we had in mind yes yeah the only the only thing you haven't predicted is uh, the giant stompy robots haven't uh, come to fruition yet but it's all it's to come right? yeah. I yeah, that's not that far away. But, but again, that's where those Kickstarter dollars come in. <laughs> Got the city going. Next step is the robots. One day, one day. To make it even worse, just real. You know, we try and do more than the game, so we try and you know, really build up the story. And you know, we have some supplementary um, material that players can read if they want to learn more about the universe, the Afrits and characters, and. I actually was writing up a little background story on General Valya Sarova. He's one of the generals in the core set on the Russian side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, <laughs> growing up in Russia as a little girl, you know, this article at the time I was writing it was a little gray area, you know, maybe a little sympathetic to kind of growing up in Russia, just mm. economic heart. Anyway, uh, I can't post that now. Sorry. <laughs> in the uh, new world we live in because again it's just you know it's not very um um pc i guess to put something out it, anyway i had to shelve something that mm-hmm. uh, would have uh, evolved the story a little bit more because of uh the yeah, incident yeah. so anyway 
You don't want to get too close to the uh, real stuff, that's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, I mean, not even spill milk. It doesn't even matter. It's just like, <laughs> you know, we, we did try and pivot a little bit to uh, be, be, be mindful is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sure, sure. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it is, it's focused on urban combat. It all takes place in one giant urban mega city. Uh, and so we have some new mechanics that we've built into it to kind of relate that. Battletech is a big influence, obviously, on Redline. Growing up, City Tech was like my first Battletech box game, mm-hmm. right? City Tech. Yeah, so there you go. So those little cardboard buildings and everything. So, you know, we're like, you know, this kind of thing of it, like this is our version of, of City Tech. So um, the big mechanic is for the first time we have, I haven't told anybody this yet because we're still early in our preview season, um, but... Um, the missions have a mechanic now, and we call it Scorched Earth. So when you're attacking in Neom, if you miss a shot, it actually is going to damage the Ooh. mission. So missions can take damage now. Oh. Missions have oh. life totals, and if you damage a mission too much, it flips, it becomes destroyed, oh, and cool. it's just kind of rubble now. It's still one you want to gain it but it loses a lot of its value and it's just kind of taken up space in the map. Right. So you got to be careful uh, when you're uh, planning your battles now because neon can take damage and be destroyed. That's, That's cool. a really fun mechanic. Uh, damage cannot be repaired. So it's permanent. And uh, the crimson pact has a uh, alternate win condition now where if they can actually destroy a majority of the city, uh, they can kind of win the game because story-wise that ties into what they're doing. So destroying the city is a win mechanic for the, the one side or trying to save and preserve it is for the other. So that's one way. Um, entrenchment counters are a new mechanic as well. So a problem we kind of had early on, not a problem, but you know, you can't really heal your units in battle because these are giant mechs and you, you can't Ferrari or you can't F1 pit stop and just, <laughs> you know, get your gears changed. That doesn't, doesn't make sense. Uh, but now in uh, Neom, you can add what are called just entrenchment counters. So kind of think of it like as shields, right? You can pile them on your freets. They're not permanent. They go away at the end of combat, but they will soak up damage. So it's kind of like partial cover in battle tech, That's right? That's cool. And, um, you know, b- being entrenched can give your Afrit some extra abilities as well. So that's a big uh, mechanic as well, is finding cover and putting your Afrits in cover when you're fighting. That's pretty cool. Very that nice. gives uh, some of the little guys a chance when, when the uh, bigger Afrits come in and destroy you. Pat, Pat always does that <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, it, it's a great mechanic because you can use it in a lot of different ways. You can kind of pad the little guys so they're more survivable. If you have an Afrit that really took a lot of damage, you can heal it by getting it in train, you know, jumping into cover so it can keep fighting. So there's a lot of play in it. It's a lot of fun, and it's a way to really, uh, again, you can use it with the other sets and the other cards. It still works well with them. But just, again, expanding on, you know, what we can do within the game and just giving players more option when they're when they're fighting. Yeah, having to uh, make it backwards compatible must be hard on your mind, trying to make sure you don't break anything that's come before by adding this new stuff in there. 
A little bit. I mean, when we started, that was the idea is to make this game grow. And so we tried to keep in mind, we, we didn't want to back ourselves into any corners. Yeah. And, you know, as you're designing, you come up with so many ideas uh, and you just kind of have to sit on them and wait for them to have a good time. But entrenchment counters, um, you know, we've been thinking about that for a while and Neom's a great place to put them in the game. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be uh, pretty fun. Like, I love the idea of fighting in a city. That's going to be that's going to change it a lot. Before, like you said, it's kind of generic, not in a bad way, but like you, it just had five locations that could be anywhere. But to have five all city yeah. locations, so you actually get the feel of actually fighting in the city. That's going to be fun. And in the game, we have our mission deck, so it's a random set of cards each time, right? Um, but you know, there's a new way you can play now, so you can actually play out the Battle of Neom. Yeah, if you get two expansions. Anyway, if you have all five mission cards, right, then you can just, it will be a set map each time, and that will just be playing the Battle of Neom. Um, the Baltec guy, like, you know, like Tuckayid and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's a clans. Yes. So that's sure. a big <laughs> battle, and, and, and you'll, they have expansions where you can actually replay Tuckayid and, you know, reenact it, right? And so we wanted to get, Something like that into Redline, where it had kind of our own version. It's nowhere near what Tuckayid is scale wise, but again, like a set battle in the history that you can replay kind of over and over, and you can actually tune your deck to fight in the city, right? Mm-hmm. So urban combat might require a different force structure as opposed to fighting on some random battlefield. So it's just a different way of playing. Uh, but you know, it, it, excited to give players a chance to live out battle of neom on their own and and kind of game plan for what that mission's gonna what the mission cards are gonna look like that's cool and that's uh june 15th you said is the uh kickstarter's launching june 15th um and just like before (laughs) it is coming up really quick uh but we got just like before it's it's two new decks uh a new round of uh miniatures are going to be made available again because it was very very popular and we always try and to give our backers uh, the extra goods. And so, you know, being a backer, you're going to get, you know, special promo cards right away. Uh, we got a lot of great uh, unlocks. Hopefully we'll be able to get a lot more of them this time. And so it's you know, our third Kickstarter. We've done it now. We've kind of hopefully figured out some, um, not obstacles, but, you know, make it more efficient and, and make it stronger. So we're, Really, really putting a lot into uh, the game and the campaign, and we're hoping it does really well. Uh, as add-ons, you'll be able to get the core set. Obviously, you did last time. Will you be able to get the the uh, Siege expansion too as add-ons? Or, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we talked about the Kickstarter, but both of those are available on our website right now, RedlineGame.com. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, you can always pick those up. And uh, we, yeah, yeah, we'll have a special package for new players, yeah, so you can get, get everything you yeah. need. Yeah, so I mean, it's an expandable game, but it's still early in its life cycle. So now's a great time to jump on. You're not missing a lot. Um, you don't need to go and buy a whole lot. You can play with just one little expansion deck, as long as like your friend has the core set. Uh, but yeah, it's very accessible, and you don't need a lot to uh, to get involved. And you don't even you don't even have to have Siege just to play the core game anyways. Like you could play the core game and Neom. You don't need Siege at all, right? So Exactly, yeah. You don't need that. Yeah, it's that's just, the beauty you of know. it. It's just add ons if you want to add more freets or more special options and things like that, which is cool. And, yeah, definitely. 
you know, growing the card pool, you know, putting more units out there, more mechanics. Uh, it's going to have two new generals with each deck as well, which is yes. like a commander if you play Magic. Just to give, again, trying to really give players options to build now and, and, yeah, it's, and there's a lot more options explore, to, brew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot more options to build your deck now and have, like, that fun of the of the hobby of uh, the whole deck building part of it. Because a lot of people, that's, that's what for my, Magic, that's a major thing for them. <laughs> Yeah, huge, huge. And so we're, you know, don't want to get too big too fast because that's a recipe for failure. So we're just trying to be sustainable, uh, go at our own pace. But again, you know, uh, it's a really awesome set. The art, awesome. The Afrits, yeah. awesome. <laughs> Mechanics, awesome. And just the, the way where it's taken the story is pretty awesome. Yeah, I love the, uh, the whole story expanding, which is... Like you said, the siege was more just the more mechanics, but the actual story expanding in Neom is got me excited for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's we got villains now and, <laughs> and more characters, and there's going to be some consequences, and so really, it's it is the kind of the first step now um, off the starting line, and it's just a lot of fun to to take this really cool world, and you know, we got a lot of players who like have helped to shape it and everyone's invited to you know grow it into something that's um, awesome cooler than it has any right to be <laughs> no it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work don't give me it's a lot of work oh um, for sure it's a lot it's <laughs> so with the fun, with the Biden kickstarter it, so. cameron is it going to be roughly the same as like in siege in the past yeah, very, very similar. If we can make it exactly, that's what we'll try and do. It's a different world than it was a year ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, ship, mm. Shipping is crazy. Inflation's a thing. Yeah, shipping Everything is... Bad, man. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, everything prices, is just getting more expensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and, well, it's good to have you oh, have yeah, your... Uh, uh, sorry, you're, you have your... Uh, the whole thing set up now, though, so it's it's not like you're starting from scratch every time. You have you have your uh, infrastructure there of people you work with, and so hopefully it'll be a lot easier that way, at least for the the background stuff. Yeah, no, and, and to be honest, the set is a hundred percent done, and it has been done for a couple of weeks. So it's not you know a lot of people do kickstarters, and mm-hmm. it's not quite finished yet. But you know we've been sitting on started for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a hundred percent done. All the art is in. All the cards are done. I mean, nice. we could print tomorrow if we wanted to. We just got to get, uh, you yeah, know, see how cash. many we need to make. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, get some of the cash to help out. But yeah, and and that's one reason we can turn around so quickly is that, like I said, you know, we don't want to go out and ask for support or something that we're not confident about and that we are not uh, comfortable with. So, like I said, it's it's a hundred percent done. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish more Kickstarters uh, had that mentality. There's <laughs> a lot to start uh, with nothing. <laughs> when you when you have no, I get I, I get when we did the first course set, it was probably like sixty percent done, right? And um, so you know, it's a leap of faith. Any Kickstarter is, uh, but you know, we're in a position now. And we've done it enough that we we can get it all the way done, and it's not even a worry. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, yeah. new art, as always, from a bunch of different artists, which I think the, the art is, is the highlight for me, too, for the card game. Yeah, and that's one of the funnest parts, is just working with all these. we got professionals, students, hobbyists, amateurs, right? 
people who want to get into the gaming industry and see Redline as a good opportunity, or they're already there. Um, but there's mm. some really sick uh, new Afrit designs, and there's some really sick uh, characters and uh, art coming this way for sure. And I like the variety of art, art styles too. It's not just a mm. standard style. Like you have all different stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and that's one that you know we want to you know get a lot of different because it makes the game stronger, right? The more mm-hmm. influences you have, the more different styles. Uh, it just makes the game look bigger than it is because <laughs> yeah, we are still very small. Um, but yeah, the art is not going to disappoint. And there's some really um, yes. sweet, sweet pieces coming this way. We just haven't even shared them yet, but we will. Yeah, I would love to uh, get some prints or something of some of that art. It is, it is so good. Like You guys should think about selling posters and things like that because it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we put a lot of work into it, um, you know, but, you know, the artists that we work with are super talented. And, um, again, there's, there's, there's something in there for everybody. Yeah. Are you doing a new play mat with this uh, new Kickstarter, too? We got, we got some Wafus as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, play mats uh, are coming as well. New stickers, new yeah. promo cards. Uh, we nice. got some other... Um, um, stretch goals that we've been wanting to do um, that we're excited about and we'll share when the Kickstarter gets closer. But we think longtime players and new players are going to like having some of these extra stretch goals. Um, so really, uh, Neom is going to uh, really add a lot to the table in a lot of different ways. Cool. That's super cool. That's yeah, very like vague, that. but yes, <laughs> it is going to be cool. In the last one with the retro, uh, the World War II kind of retro cards, I love those too, so. Hopefully it's uh it's fun stuff like that. Yeah, we got like, we got some really great looking um, like I said alternate art cards. Um, look, I, we're trying to get some card sleeves made. There we go. That's cat out of the bag, and um, <laughs> uh, some like counters, some nice plastic counters, mm. so you can act you know have a little bling, I guess. But you know, get some really nice entrenchment counters and some damage counters. Um, so that's something we'd like to give give players some really cool swag and to thank them for their support and again stuff that they can uh, really use to enhance the playing experience i think we need we need uh uh, hoodies we need t-shirts we need hats (laughs) (laughs) or have you that's going too far i don't think it is (laughs) i don't know like i see people who do kickstarters and like that it's their first one they don't even fun yet and they already got like shirts yeah yeah I guess it's cool, but having done it now and knowing how precarious it can be, like yeah, oh man, yeah, you probably don't want that okay, as part of your sounding, Kickstarter. You just got to set I'm up like Kickstarter a Kickstarter uh, snobby. Yeah, no, you don't want it as part of your Kickstarter. That's a pain in the butt trying to ship that stuff. I'm saying set up a, uh, you know, there's all these different companies that make uh, clothing. You set up some accounts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you want to buy? Are you, you going to buy Redline swag? <laughs> you guys going to wear it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I you still remember. <laughs> as long as I can put, as long as it'll fit me. That's right. I'll work. No, this is this has been great, Cameron. Thank you so much for coming on the okay. show. Yeah, we um, look forward to the Kickstarter. Let's uh, let's give the exact date again. June fifteenth, correct? Right. So June fifteenth, RedlineGame.com is our website. You can look at the product we have now. You can kind of get some behind the scenes and see you know more about the game. We got a uh, the digital readouts, like the technical readouts nice. from Battletech. 
Uh, it's like a, our first source book. It's free. If you go to redlinegame.com, we I have it. over. Oh, go ahead. What? I said I love it. It's my favorite PDF. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, got, we got over like 20 of Freets in there, full color descriptions. We got Very a new, nice. new one we're working on for Neom as well because nice. players really like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're trying to – it's more than a game. We are trying to build the universe and the world. Um, and so, it's, you know, it's fun to create. But, again, uh, I do appreciate having me back for the third time, hopefully a fourth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. not terrible. It- and many more. <laughs> but you guys are like our number one fans. And just again, <laughs> I, I see all the support and uh, it is appreciated. And I yeah. thank you. Well, it's, it's yeah. well deserved. And I thank guarantee you, you when, it, when the uh, Kickstarter starts, we'll blow it up on our social medias, and on our, our Twitter and our Facebook. It'll be all over the place. I, I know because you guys always do. You guys are awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really appreciated. And so uh, just again, thank you so much. Well, thank yeah, you for making it. Thank you, it. Cameron. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we'll probably have you get back on again afterwards. Once we get a chance to play it, we'll chat about it. Yeah, I mean, I'd be love to hear about your battles and some of the, the stories. And, you know, that's the fun part of the game is that, you know, a lot of crazy things can kind of happen because um, the way the combat is structured. So there's, there's some good stories you can tell when you play Redline. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, usually it's good for you and that means it's bad for your opponent or yeah. <laughs> it's good for them and it's bad for you but either way it's a good story so. yeah. <laughs> alright well you have yourself a great night hey again appreciate it guys thanks so much yeah, thanks Kevin alright take care bye bye let's exfil out of here it's a special guest da, 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 da. Da-da. Okay, let's here. Wow, what a special guest that was. No, <laughs> no it was it was great uh, talking to Cameron there. Uh, Redline is is an exciting game, uh, as you guys have been talking about. I need a copy of it and uh, and try it out for myself because I, I I do really like what I'm hearing about it. So yeah, it's and, you know the buying is not that expensive because you get no. the core set, you get two decks, mm-hmm. so it's enough for to play with two people right away yeah and uh surprise brian i do have a deck for you because on the last kickstarter i for some reason had an extra corset so i have it's it's waiting here for you we just have to uh, get together okay yeah gen con are you coming to gen con brian i don't think i'll be making it to gen con you bastard but i'll be <laughs> at the michigan gt yes well we'll see about that which is just still <laughs> I tried to get Jack to drive Rob, but he got upset with me. Oh. Jack doesn't like to be told what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you just you ask him kindly. It's like, it it, it might have been the way I asked him, but, you know, you can never tell with Jack. He's so, well, he's so emotional. I'll give the game to uh, to Pat, and he can pass it on to you, because you'll most likely go. see each other more <laughs> than that. So. <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, yeah, it's good to talk to Cameron. I can't wait for yeah. Neom. I love the idea of fighting in cities. So, mm-hmm. Me too. And, 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 and destroying the map. Yeah. We <laughs> miss a lot, cool. so well, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even that, though. Like, if you know you can't win. Just start blasting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You can just try just Pat, try. Pat's just strategy is let the world burn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Scorched earth. Well, some of, the, some if of those. If I can't have it, no one can. But you got to understand that some of those. Uh, uh, what are they called again? 
Yeah, the bonuses for have, for ro- controlling the missions. Yeah, the, some of the missions are, are, are the controlling them can be pretty tough. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. rather than let Rob have it, I'd burn it to the ground. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we're we're gonna formally put a wrap on on season four of mobile armor radio thank you guys all for for checking out the the show uh it's it's for listeners like you that we do this and uh and we really appreciate it definitely thanks for sticking around as long as you have rob has nothing to say (laughs) i refuse to acknowledge that this is the end of a season that's why it's only episode 48 and episode 50 that's a mark that's a a mark i'll save my uh, enthusiasm episode episode 50 will be season five episode two (laughs) (laughs) anyway thank you all for for coming uh i've been brian and i've been chopper and i'm reluctantly rob (laughs) have a good night everybody bye-bye this has been mobile armor radio join our facebook group by searching for mobile armor radio find us on twitter at m armor radio Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.